0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a glass of water. I wanna chat with you today again about toxic workplaces. This might be a common theme that you're going to start seeing in my podcast, and the reason for that is because it's one of the ones that I've received a lot of feedback on from the last episode that I I chatted with you about kind of toxic signs to look for um, that could be affecting your joy at work, and so, I really feel like people are relating to this and can benefit from understanding it a little more and re- relating to um, some topics that I bring about here. So, I want to chat with you today about how to prevent a workplace from going toxic. It's possible. It's possible if we are aware of it, if we are aware that it's going in that direction to begin with. I think that, um, you know, working in healthcare. I think we're one of the most resilient individuals, healthcare professionals. And I say that because we constantly are dealing with negative situations in some way, shape or form that have happened to our patients. And we turn that experience for them into something positive as much as we possibly can. And it takes a special person to do that day in and day out. And I just want you to know that I appreciate each and every one of you for all you're doing right now and all you've done up until this point. And I I hope that you continue to see your value each and every day as we are trending through this pandemic, through this marathon of a pandemic. We know that in healthcare, this is for the long haul. And I know it's a hard thing to wrap our heads around, but just know that you are making a difference and you are making a difference in a positive way. So these are five signs that um, could help maybe prevent a workplace from going toxic if you feel like things are starting to kind of boil on your, um, like at your workplace or you know among your team members and you just kind of want to stop it before it, before it lights up and gets worse, okay? The first thing is cultivating community and connection every workplace should be doing this right cultivating community and connection doesn't even necessarily mean among a big group of people it could mean one person to one person that's a community that's a connection so if you are feeling alone who is that one person that you know you could go to and just be yourself with who won't judge you who will give you honest feedback but still support you day to day so that is that is super important. Um, who is that person that you could have non-clinical conversations with, right? Like that—that that to me is super important as well because then you come from the understanding that you not only respect and want the best for each other at work, but that you actually care about each other's well-being outside of work as well. Be transparent and visible. This is a big one too. You know, it's one thing to uh, be transparent about what's just going on in the workplace, but it's a whole other thing to be visible from the from the standpoint of just wanting to be supportive right um, Not from the standpoint of just you know looking for fault or looking uh, from just a clinical lens, but just rather checking in is what I mean by being visible you know just checking in is there anything I could do for you? Are you doing okay? Do you need a hand? Things like that. And I know that uh, where I work, that those are common phrases we are saying to each other on the floor. And every time I hear it, um, it means something to me because it shows me that um, somebody sees me and you know how hard I'm working. and um, you know, And I see them as someone who is trying to support me in my everyday tasks and in my everyday pursuit of trying to make the best out of every situation. Three, empowering one another. Empower your team members, right? I think as healthcare providers, again, because there's a lot that can go wrong in healthcare, we, we sometimes, and this is how our brains are wired, right? No matter how much good we do, we always focus on the one thing that didn't go well or the one thing that we wish we would have done better. And while that's important to reflect upon, it's also just as important to focus on all you're doing that has had such a positive impact. So if you see your colleagues kind of beating themselves up a bit, remind them of how much good they're doing, okay? Remind them of the positive impacts that they have day in and day out and how they have more of a positive impact than a negative one. On, on each other and also on their patient care experiences. I really do believe that um, empowered healthcare professionals empower other healthcare professionals. And uh, the more that we can support one another, the more we can empower one another. Fourth, uh, create a safe, a safe space to express yourselves, okay? I believe one of the biggest causes of burnout is a suppression of expression. Venting is productive, you know, it's not complaining. Complaining is a completely passive thing. Complaining is basically saying everything is wrong with everybody else and everything else. And until that gets fixed, I can't be happy or I can't do my job well, which is just complaining. Whereas venting is more like acknowledging emotions behind what you're concerned about and also identifying that you could be a part of the change and what your role is in that. So I think it's a great thing to create a safe space where healthcare professionals can feel safe enough to vent and supportive enough to offer solutions to one another. You know, something that might help you might help somebody else and they just might have no idea about it, but you won't know that until you actually have the conversation around it. So it's super important to feel safe in the space you're in and to feel safe enough to express both the challenges, but also uh, the solutions. And I do believe, and you can call me an eternal optimist that way, but I do believe there's always a solution to any um, problem. And finally, be accountable. This is a big one. This is a big one. You know, something my mom used to say to me growing up sometimes is, you know, people don't see themselves. Right? We don't see ourselves, we don't see the impact that we have on a culture, on an environment. We just see it for what it is and we see ourselves separate of it, which we all have, we all have um, a role in that, right? We all influence each other in some way. So I think it's important to be accountable and what I mean by that is basically knowing how your behavior or how um, your presence, whatever it might be, how that affects the culture of the workplace itself, and if we're not able to come from this, that standpoint of being accountable and being responsible that way and being really self-aware, it's a lot harder to um, to make a positive change, right? Or to steer things in a different direction, because if nothing changes, then nothing changes, right? So, you know, everyone kind of would have to be willing to see their role in in that and. Um, and, and just be more aware, but also be more a part of the solution again as well. So let me know what you guys think. These are five things that I've I've noticed over the years that um, could turn a negative a negative environment into a more positive one, or one that just sustains a positive work environment to begin with. Some of the, th- the some of the challenges my clients have is feeling connected to their workplace, and feeling heard and valued in their workplace and that's just a basic human need and at the end of the day healthcare is about humanity and it's about taking care of one another it's not just about the patient care relationship um, between provider and patient that direct relationship it's about everything else and everyone else too and how you connect and feel safe and a part of that bigger team and The more connected that workplace is in a positive way, that can only help your patients to um, to excel, to thrive, to have amazing experiences, and express those as well. You know, there's nothing more gratifying than when a patient says, "I had no idea that, you know, I that there was so much support, or that I could have this much help, or whatever it might be." There's no, there's no greater feeling than that. And that doesn't come from just the provider that they're expressing it to. That comes from the team of providers around that provider. And I think it's really important to acknowledge the team always uh, for a patient's success. So if you guys liked this podcast please leave an honest review. Scroll down to iTunes, write a review, and leave a five-star review and an honest comment. That would be that would be awesome and mean the world to me. And if you could take a screenshot of this podcast and share it to your IG stories and tag me at bestobsessed underscore with underscore Jen, that would be super cool too. And if you have any questions about this or if you even relate to this, guys, I love when people just simply send me a DM on Instagram and are like Jen, your podcast today totally like read my mind, or this is totally how I've been feeling, and you know, you just you just kind of put it into words so well. Whatever it might be, I really appreciate those those comments and that feedback, and us having that conversation around it. I know it's not easy to put these things out there publicly, um, but even through a DM. It's super, um, it's super helpful for one another as well to just have that conversation there. So until we chat next time, guys, uplift one another, empower each other, feel safe, and stay happy. support.